It's time for Golf DMV, highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and anywhere else they travel. If you love golf and like to laugh, Golf DMV is your place. This ain't your stuffy, snobby, boring golf show. It's Golf DMV. Welcome back, everybody, to Golf DMV, brought to you completely by the Love Life Cafe. Sierra called me out on something. She says, why every time you say Love Life Cafe, you say, the Love Life Cafe. You make it seem like it's some sort of place where you, you know, and I'm like, well, it's, it's a place where people can go and experience life and experience love. Not necessarily romance, but there's some romance right. there as well. There's coffee. Uh, there's a, I've got my love. I don't have my Love Life Cafe t-shirt on, but I've got my Love Life Cafe mug here with the beverage yep. of choice tonight. Um, and I went there last week to pick up some juice. Going to go uh, tomorrow, tomorrow being Thursday, to get some more juice there. I never had any of the coffee, but I imagine it's good. Uh, they've got coffee, espresso. They've got mm-hmm. little snacks and things pastries like that, and pastries, yeah. uh, all mm-hmm. kinds of lovely uh, delights. Uh, but I like the juice uh, because I'm trying to be healthy and get my body in shape for Bandon. Uh, <laughs> so we'll have, we'll have a Bandon. You said they have coffee and what? Coffee and... Uh... Well, coffee, pastries, espressos, and Ooh, what is what, what is that? Am I saying it wrong? Am I? Cause, well, Vern is yeah. the coffee aficionado. This, this, no, no. What no, am this, I doing this, wrong here? This isn't even a coffee thing. This is just a this is just a pronunciation thing. Espresso. Oh, espresso. There you go. Oh, I said espresso. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, yeah that, actually, you know what? For, as, as a as a as a radio man, I don't know. That's what they call people. <laughs> <with the> podcast, <laughs> right? I would say that <laughs> that would be important. Yeah, S, no X, espresso, yeah, espresso. LoveLifeCafe.com is the website. LoveLifeCafe.com. We love it there. And we're getting, we're getting notification that people are Mm -hmm. coming to Love Life Cafe and they're using the code. Again, when I went there, I told them the code, but I said I refuse to get a discount because I'm all in this partnership. I'm going to pay full price. I just want to make sure you guys were on your game and knew what the code was. And apparently they do. You go there, Mm -hmm. you say the code is love, golf, And you get a you get a discount to know that that uh, Golf DMV sent you. And we're going to do some live broadcasts from uh, Love Life Cafe uh, as mm-hmm. well. Check them out. Conveniently located in Laurel, Maryland, nine two nine Washington Boulevard. But just go to the website, people. The love the Love Life Cafe dot com. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, let them know Golf DMV sent you. Um, let's see. So we've got a lot to talk about. Um, I think mm-hmm. we should start with um, the wasted management. <laughs> I mean, obviously the the, the thing you got to start with is the you know the beer being thrown at the you know with the hole in ones and here's the thing last year we talked about the um you know the thug activity that happens with all those people in the stands at waste management because mm-hmm. you know if it was us that's what they'd say but you know the activity happened there in the stands with like i'm cool with the cheering and the booing and stuff like that for that one tournament i've think LB and Vern were on the opposite side. Like, oh, maybe Vern was in the middle. LB was totally like, no, this is ridiculous. We shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't have it. I, I am, I am on the edge about the hole in one beer thing uh, because it leads to so much more. And by so much more, here's what it led to. Justin Thomas, I think on Sunday, hold out like a, 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 a birdie chip, right? He, he hits it mm-hmm. over to the left. He chips in. And then they start throwing beer again. Like that's right. not that's not what you do there, you know. Right. And this is they, golf, people. Exactly. <laughs> Show some class. And then you get the other two guys. I forget their name. They're taking oh, off yeah. the shirts. Sure. Like, right. yeah, I'm not. Into the I'm not down, you know, for all of that. Lawrence, waste management. Your thoughts? I uh, I am totally against all that nonsense throwing beer out there. This is not a, you know, this, I mean. 
golf was supposed to it's supposed to be a gentleman's game, game of honor, and all those <laughs> things that they try to tell us about it. Um, and then you go look at this nonsense. It, you know, they don't even do that. At, well, they do that at football games. They get ejected. Right. Well, that, and, see, that's the thing. Because mm-hmm. before, you know? remember, it, it was, oh, but other athletes have to deal with the ruckus crowd and stuff. Well, no one has to mm-hmm. deal with beer being thrown right. on the right. field of play. Yeah, I don't mind them screaming and hollering and making all that noise after something, uh, after a good shot. I mean, it's fine. That's Again, that's that's still a little bit different from normal. I put it in quotes, normal golf, where you get the, mm-hmm. the golf clap. Right, you know, the screaming hall and stuff. Okay, that's for that tournament. That's fine. I do think I think because I think, like you said, Claude, I think this is a slippery slope. Once once they stop doing that, so then somebody got to step it up. So next year, <laughs> there's going to be people with beach balls blowing up beach balls and throwing them out there, and then there's going to be a girls throwing their bras out and stuff. Who knows? I'm just, mm-hmm. saying, but it's 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 going to get worse. It's it, you got you got to rein that in before it gets any worse than. Well, normal. now they're just going to look for any reason to throw beer out. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, and exactly. we started to see that before the yes. tournament even ended. Go ahead, Vern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this this had me thinking about a, a hypothetical question here. I'm going to ask you guys. You got three options here because uh, when you see, I, th- I agree with LB fundamentally that like okay, as this you know, if you're looking at this on a chart, this activity is ramping mm-hmm. up each tournament because it wasn't. It was always a party. Right, but it's right. getting we're we're really turning up now. Right, it's correct. getting ridiculous. So it's like okay. So here's the question: Which of these three things are most likely to ha- are are, are, are going to happen first, and it's going to draw the ire and the attention of the PGA, and they're going to have to do something about it? It's going to be one of two things. Number one, uh, a player is is uh, is sustained some sort of injury from whatever happens. A player mm-hmm. sustained some sort of legit injury. Where yeah, yeah. So that's one. Two, uh, one of the sponsors. Uh, somehow embarrassed by something that happens on TV from in the stands, whether that's somebody uh, exposing themselves, a fight, somebody throwing up at an op- inopportune time, puking on mm-hmm. the announcer, or something, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, or three, some sort of some sort of violence happens uh, with interaction with the the players and the and some of the and some of the participants who maybe turned mm-hmm. up too much. Because mm-hmm. having been at the BMW last year. Like the there's only so much that the guests, you know, the mm-hmm. volunteers, the security volunteers. and the cops mm-hmm. can yep. do against those mm-hmm. massive crowds. Uh, uh, when you're dealing with a crowd who's there just to see golf, right? Mm-hmm. just to see golf. If you go on IG and it, and you know, let me be clear here, I'm not wet blanket guy. Like you said, I'm here for it like Claude. I'm, I'm here for it till it blows up. But right now it's on the scale, <laughs> it's on the scale where it's going to like, like peak, tip up and peak. And then somebody's, sure. you know, like you said, somebody's going to like right when somebody's putting, throw a beer kit or or <laughs> it's option D too. Somebody just mm-hmm. yells something, they get picked up on camera, they're just like, right. I'm, not, right. I'm not gonna say what it is, it's just whatever. Mm-hmm. Somebody yeah, somebody just jumps on out of the stands and it's yeah, yeah, something and they have to bleep it and it becomes a whole thing. That's when and here's you know what's gonna happen too, Claude, is immediately after that happens, everyone's gonna put out all these think pieces. They're, 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 right now everybody's celebrating this. Mm-hmm. Then something will happen that crosses the line. Everybody's gonna be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is too far." This right. is game, just like okay. <laughs> knowing that y'all fan in these flames for mm-hmm. a long time. This has become like the party, and that, you know what? I think it's gonna be next year because next year Super Bowl. Yep. Yes. That's yep. right. Yeah. Super Bowl. So, yeah. 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 Really quick, if mm-hmm. you go on IG and go to Roger Steele's Instagram. He put up a video that I sent mm-hmm. the guy in the text message where he was just going around. Mm-hmm. This is a sponsor video where he's going around just talking to people who were there, not for golf. He asked them, yeah. I think, who's in the lead? And the responses, you can clearly tell that this is just Freak Nick 
for mm-hmm. all right. fans now. Yeah. And that's old reference mm-hmm. for those who know what Freak Nick is. Yes. Well, well, and here's the thing. Like, <laughs> these people get there super early in the morning, and they're I drinking. And, they're, yes. and they're drinking mm-hmm. all day. They hammer by 6 a.m. I mean, yeah. they're drinking and drinking and drinking. It's hot, and they're drinking and drinking and drinking. Things get unruly. I'm surprised that there haven't been fights in the stands and other kind of stuff. But you're, I, I think we're a year away from that. Speaking mm-hmm. of Roger's video, super funny. I mean, people say this one yes. guy. I mean, why, people talk about why they're there, and and no one he interviewed was there for the golf. My favorite no. person was the woman who said, "I'm a depressed single mom," and a friend of mine had an extra ticket, and so I just decided mm-hmm. to come out. And, and right. she she looked like she was on the edge, right? So I mean, yes. it's, it's just it's just a whole weird. I don't know. I, time. Yeah, yeah, Party yeah. And I, I, and I, to answer I, your question, I do think that what will happen first is sponsors will start saying something you know what i mean yeah um because i know waste uh, management's the title or wm they won't be called waste management anymore but wm's the the title sponsor but there are plenty more and i think that they'll start saying hey we gotta get this whole thing you know tampered down a little bit yeah if you if you do something to spook or uh unsettle the money that's Mm -hmm. when the change will happen because that's usually when the change happens it has to be because like 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 lb said like i thought how long have we been doing the beer can thing? Is that just is that just this year? Yeah, they do that last year? Well, I, I think though, <clears throat> I think it's been some years since they've had a hole in one at sixteen. I think they said it was okay. 2016, okay. 2018 or something. Okay, so it's been some years since they've had a hole in one. So it, it, yeah, it's been a yeah. Because yeah, I know the ground school can't be too psyched about that either. It's like again, right. yeah, just right. have a lot of volunteers. <laughs> yeah yeah so again i'm not the wet blanket y'all y'all turn up y'all have fun but like like i am kind of in between like lb said all right you know maybe yell maybe do some stuff like that but i know what this is you're just you're just inviting people now who care less about golf right they come, come they come to the party the yeah all it's gonna take is one guy one yeah. guy one drunk dude and he's going to ruin it for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what's going to happen. And by the yeah, way, yeah. let's not do that at Avenel when for the Wells Fargo Championship, oh, no, people. No, no. You know, not respect the now. course. Watch some good golf. Uh, we're going to get to uh, the winner and the Manny Millions and all that stuff. But before we do that, you had talked about, you know, when you mess with the money. You know who's messing with the money? The Saudis. And so I saw an article that, that, that uh, there was one golfer who said, I know of 17 golfers, and you'll be surprised by some of the names, who are down with this, who are going to go. And so, because now everything's changed where it's like, okay, well, some of the, I think they said something like 14 tournaments, 10 will be uh, in the United States, and the guys who play can play the majors still. Mm -hmm. And so if you're a guy's like, you mean I can sit here and make, you know, $12 million a a year and still play in the four majors? Right. And still play in the United States in some of these courses? I don't know. I don't and, know. And those, what I read too, those uh, tournaments that they're going to have, either most of them or, or all of them won't have a cut line. Right, 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 right. So you in, so, you're, you're getting hey. a check. And one thing, you know, and, and, and Phil was talking about this when he was, when he was saying something about the, 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 the um, greed of the PGA Tour. I didn't know this, yeah. but there, in, in that same article, that golfer was saying how you look at the purse – and the purse for some of these tournaments are big. However, the the that's a small portion of the money that's actually poured in. And the PGA Tour keeps a ton of the money. And the players get a very little, little – that purse is a very – and even out of the purse, they got to split that money up. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, the tour could, you know – increase the purses come up off that money some but you know so so you know maybe maybe phil is on to something and maybe other players are like yeah the tourists you know uh you know it gets down to me it it almost reminds me of of understanding where the like 
who the talent is and where, who's the money makers. You know what I mean? Like the NFL, the NBA, they'll be really, really short if the players were to say, screw the association, screw the league. We're going to start our own because we're the ones people watch. You don't think LeBron James couldn't go to, to Sprite and Total and say, hey, listen, we're going to do a whole thing. I'm going to get a TV deal with ESPN or something like, like, like that, and we're going to do our own league. Come sponsor here. And if the top talent, like the talent is is the money, you know what I mean? And if they're mm-hmm. not, and so if the talent decides, you know what, you want to skim a, too much, it's not the 60s and 70s anymore. Like players and athletes are, there, I mean, you know, you've got social media, you're your own marketing. You're your own. You're your own brand, and yeah. if and, and and they're taking control of, of of their own of their own sport and their own lives. Yeah, and not to, you know not to be that dead horse, but at least at least the reg- the traditional sports leagues, at least they have a chance because they have a stadium and a city, and there's mm-hmm. a name. People root for laundry, as Jerry Seinfeld says, mm-hmm. and there's a name on the back of the jersey. Okay, we can get scrubs in here to play because the people will come in and play. At least they have a chance. Golf. There's no teams, like we said. Right. It's Brooks. Brooks you, all you have are individuals and faces mm-hmm. and personalities. It's kind of mm-hmm. the opposite problem where, you, like, you need more personalities. Right. And if those guys decide to leave, you have a problem. One thing you just brought up, I think is interesting, like, the more we talk about this, it's kind of – there's a little bit of dissonance there for me because in picking sides, it's kind of like a rich guy fight. It's like <laughs> PGA. It's like the players who are pretty – especially the top end of the players who are obviously mm-hmm. – I'm 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 gonna ride with the players because I know that the you know the the bulk of them like like mm-hmm. you said LB or maybe donor players yeah. there's guys mm-hmm. down at the bottom in the middle yeah. that's kind of really what we're fighting for but even the top talent you know uh, and guys like Phil going against the I guess establishment the establishment <laughs> which is also uh, paid a lot you know they and they pride themselves as a nonprofit organization or whatever just I think the PGA can just fix that just get rid of it and be a league like the other four leagues and then just have you know a board or I mean I know there are no owners because there's individual players but they're smart guys they can figure it out just get rid of the nonprofit take your money split it with the you know do a, a mm-hmm. CBA or whatever you need to do with with the members of the tour and and they'll be happy for this reason I will say like I don't for the competition part, I don't like the Saudi part. But for the disruptive uh, financial element that they're doing, good. Mm-hmm. This is what competition looks like, and it is. And it is interesting that you know, for such a conservative league, and the NFL is get the the. the uh, I think the um, NCAA is seeing this now too. Oh, you know, conservative. You know, blah 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 blah. We like capitalism and meritocracy and money until. Until our athletes started getting it. Oh, right. wait a minute. Oh, wait. Uh-huh. This quarterback can go to shirt for a quarter and get $20 million? Mm-hmm. Hey, coach can bounce after two well, seconds. And that's what's Same crazy. Thing. You know, they didn't talk about, oh, well, they're student athletes. No, they're not. No, they're not student athletes. <laughs> no, you know, as, as one kid, I forget who his name, he, he might have been Florida State of Miami. Mm-hmm. We ain't come to play class. We came to play football. <laughs> and, you know, right. but, not, but not just that. Like, if they're student athletes, someone explained to me why when COVID was, 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 was hitting mm-hmm. that, you know, schools were closed, but they made them athletes come back in for football season. It's like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I thought they were ath- I thought they were students the first. Students, right. All the other students are home. And no one else is, <laughs> no one else yeah, is on we campus. Got, we got TV dollars. We got to get baby. We got the <laughs> right. TV dollars. Right, and and them boys get none of it, and they need to start doing it. And I understand, well, we can't pay, you know, ladies field hockey. Ladies field hockey is not bringing in any money, and nothing against ladies field hockey, but men swimming isn't bringing in any money. You know, then you know, right. nobody's bringing in any money to come watch some guys swim for the University really? of Tennessee. The yeah, the golf teams. They come to see the football players. And so if they're bringing in millions of dollars to the schools, there's ways you can work this whole thing out. But anyway, um, speaking of money, we've got, uh, um, so was it Scott, was it Scotty Scheffler who won the waste management? I I checked out half. Okay. So, and, and he, it was him and Xander Shoffley, right? In the playoff. Cantley. Cantley. Patrick Cantley. Patrick Cantley. 
hot right now. So hot yeah, right now, yeah, right? Yeah, when, hot. Yeah. yeah, closed out last year hot. Won the FedEx. Started this year hot. Uh, um, uh, but I guess they the, the lost in the playoff. Um, to this year, yeah, yeah, to, to yeah. Sheffield, yeah. yeah. Well, very serious though. Very serious. He's not here for any of it. Okay. But, uh, yeah. yeah, it's just when I watch him play, he just looks very. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, no expression. He never smiles. He never grimaces. He's like he an android out there or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I felt bad for. Uh, I mean, I was happy to see Tigala, and I felt bad for him at the end when he was just one shot short of, of making it into yeah. that playoff. Yeah, um, but he had a great week, and I really hope he can continue to to play at that level mm-hmm. and, and keep and stay up, stay up top of the leaderboards because he really. I like the way he play. He plays aggressive. Um, he takes chances. Um, I, I didn't know how I felt about. It. I didn't see it. Uh, I caught. I missed the end of it because I went to dinner. But I, I saw the highlights when he met his. Did you all see when he saw his parents after the round? Yes. Yeah. No, that's yeah. what happened. Well, so he he sees his parents and he sees his his dad and they they embrace and then he, his mom and once he hugs his mom he completely breaks down. I mean he he oh. booed like a newborn child. Yeah, and uh, I didn't know, you know, the, the one announcer I I listened to on the on Golf Channel, I think it's actually Scott Sports or whatever. They were talking about, oh, it's, it's nice to see that these guys care, and you know all that kind of stuff. And I kind of went back, you know, I, I I don't, you know, obviously, I, obviously, I've never been in that kind of situation, so I don't know how how that feels to be that close to victory, and then you know, and and through no fault of his own. I mean, he, I mean, he played, we played well. He just missed the putt. You know, he's missed a shot here and there that, that could have put him in there. Um, but to have that kind of emotions afforded for a, an athletic event. The only, the only, I, so I played, did play some sports in high school, junior high school. Mm-hmm. And one year we, like, we needed to, we were had a pretty good team at one point, And we had to win this one game to make it to the playoffs, right? So we go through this whole season. We, we like, like I said, we're always like one and two in the division. We get to the end. This last game, we got to win. And we lose the game. So we don't make it to the playoffs. Um, we had like two guys on our team that were like Tigala. I mean, they were boohooing, hurt, crushed the whole deal. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I wasn't one of them. <laughs> um, it was like, okay, you know, we lost the game. Uh, it is what it is. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> I, so I don't. I don't know if it's if it's the if is it the lack of competitive juices in me or whatever, but I didn't feel any of those kind of emotions. So I don't, I could, I could, I can't relate to when I see athletes show that kind of emotion. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't, I just can't relate to it. And I'm wondering if either of you have ever been in that kind of situation athletically where whatever happened, you know, takes over and you, and you, you let it go like that. You start crying. No, no, I, I, I mean, I've been in situations like that, but I haven't experienced that. But I think those guys, I don't think it's competitive juices, LB. I think it's mm-hmm. those guys are probably emotional in other areas, too. Maybe not crying emotional, but like super yeah. emotional, kind of like wear their emotions on their sleeves in other areas. And sports right. is just, you know, it's one avenue of life and when they're disappointed that's how they express it you know they probably if they get real mad and they're arguing and fussing and fighting they probably cry even though they're not like scared they're just really upset you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i've seen that happen i've seen i've seen a guy fight somebody and he's sitting there crying while he's whipping this dude this he's whipping this dude down the street and he's not scared he's just mad and the way he expresses that 
he just he just burst an emotion and he's crying even though he's going all UFC on somebody. <laughs> I, think, I think the opposite is also true sometimes, especially in the case of um, especially in something like golf and football, where um, not just guys who are on their sleeve, but guys who are maybe like Cantley, right? Guys who are mm-hmm. stoic on the outward, they appear like machines and everything else. That mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we're all technically emotional. So that mm-hmm. person, That's I think, as well, LB could have a situation where, like, if you just go look at some of the corn fairy near misses, like some of those things, oh. or the near misses to get the tour card. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just working and working and working. Right, and you're being right. a good soldier. And you're waving. You're being cool, cool. And then, I definitely when you win, when you finally get it, I definitely mm-hmm. understand a guy like that. Uh, uh, you know, from my own perspective, like just suppressing mm-hmm. all that emotion. Like when you finally get over the finish line, it's just like a release. It's like right, a start. Right. It's just like I did it. And you just fought. You know, that's when they fall to the ground. They made the putt mm-hmm. and they're crying and everything else. Um, but yeah, the near miss could elicit that reaction too for somebody who's just been doing, who's just been grinding and grinding and grinding, mm-hmm. and they're they're right there or whatever. But again, there's levels to everything. Because again, this is for a tournament. This is to get into a, a playoff, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He would. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, mm-hmm. he, and it's kind of like I'm kind of with you on that. I'm like, okay, well, maybe he just had a tough a tough go of it because if you just go one level down. There's guys who are like trying to, like you said, get on the tour. Right. You go another level down. There's college guys who are trying to get on the corn fair and so on right. and so forth. Right. So, where the stakes or seem 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 greater. But again, I don't know what this. Like you said, I didn't mm-hmm. know his story. I didn't know what he'd gone through. Yeah, neither did I. But it just it just it made me think about it because I just like I say I maybe you know I don't know. Also, <laughs> I, I have a hard time crying sometimes. So maybe also, I would say that your identity. Yeah, you probably at that time for you, uh, mm-hmm. your identity was not wrapped up in the sport you were whatever you're playing right. football or basketball right. in that Soccer, game for you I think in your mind you're already like hey I, this isn't my future uh, we lost. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna go be a PM I'm out <laughs> right, right. I know if I ever legitimately break 80 from the tips I'm definitely crying I mean it's just what it is <laughs> I mean, it's just that's what's gonna happen if I ever break 80 from the tips and look at Hampshire Greens I'm coming back in the cart you know driving back to the car and crying the guys are like what happened to him he, he broke I, I hope, 80 I, my hope is my hope is that it happens abandoned because I feel like the scenery and everything yes. really uh, just bringing the emotionality and Claude would just uh, be on the cliffs abandoned just on his knees just crying I can't believe it I'm about life yeah 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 if that happens I was like I Cost here. I'm never coming back home. I'm staying in. I'm staying in Bandon forever. <laughs> I'm never coming back. Oh my goodness! All right, Manny Millions for the uh, waste management. Right. Yeah, Manny Millions is. Uh, I feel, I think we've had him before. I went through my 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 notes, but I couldn't find him. Mr. Charlie Hoffman. Uh, oh yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, he's been in some drama, right? Because he had made mention of something with the PGA Tour and money right. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he finished at plus nine. He won $17,302. Mr. Hoffman is six foot, 200 pounds. And I think the 200 pounds is, is an understatement. But very generous. Yeah. yeah, very generous. Yeah. Then when, when he came on tour, he was 200. He ain't 200 now. Uh, no. <laughs> matter of fact, not, as a matter of fact, I am close to 200. And Charlie Hoffman's way bigger than I am. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, exactly. Yeah, the last time I weighed myself, um, I was 196. Um, and yeah, Hoffman's not anyway. He's not four pounds away from me. <laughs> well, you know what? Unless he is, and I have a distorted view of myself, <laughs> I don't no, think I'm, so. I'm, well, I know they say I know they say uh, TV makes you look bigger or shorter or taller yeah. or whatever. But yeah, yeah. he looked every bit about two forty. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Mr. Hoffman is married. He got two rug rats. Uh, he lives in Vegas. Uh, he went to UNLV, uh, graduated in, uh, in 2000 with a communications degree, I believe. 
He went pro in 2000, joined the PGA Tour in 2006. All right, here we go, guys. He has four career wins. Mm-hmm. The last one was in 2016. Uh, he has nine second-place uh, finishes, six third places, mm. and has a big 57 top 10 finishes. Out of 443 events, he made seven, 317 cuts. So that's 443 events, 317 cuts. What is Mr. Fatboy Hoffman's career earnings? Uh I'm going to clock him at about uh, 28. Okay. I'm going to go under that. I mean, he's, I think he's made a lot of money. Into, I'm going to go – I'm just going to go 20. $32 million, Mr. Hoffman has made. Or four wins. <laughs> four yeah. wins. But he's been on tour for a minute. I mean, 2006. Yeah. So he's been, he's been top out 10. there grinding for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he started playing golf. He was seven years old and uh, at seven years old. With his best friend's grandfather, I'm sorry, it worked out, but uh, got him got him into the game. Uh, in California, where he w- went to high school, he won the uh, the high school state championship uh, two years in a row. He was the first player to do that, and he he was a member of the 1998 NCAA tournament team uh, with Mr. Adam Scott was on his team. So mm. that's enough about nice. Mr. Mr. Hoffman. Um, yes, so that's that's that for that. All right. right. There you go. The waste management. And there are Mm -hmm. very funny videos. Thank you, Lawrence, for sharing those with us of people heavily intoxicated trying to walk at the uh, waste management, (laughs) (laughs) unable to do so because they've had. Right. Because they just been tore down since five in the morning. Uh huh. Absolutely. Yeah. Next year really is going to really like we said earlier, next year is going to be it's going to be appointment viewing just and not much for the golf but to watch the mayhem that's going to go on mm-hmm. in the stands. Because, you know, people are going to go just for that. They're going to go there just yeah. to make a fool of themselves or mm-hmm. watch the spectacle. Then it's just right, going to be, right. you know. Yeah. And they know it's on TV, too. And that's a, mm-hmm. and so, you know, that's everybody, wants, right, everybody wants their five seconds of fame. Mm-hmm. So somebody's going to do something to try and get on TV, whether it's running, jumping over into the, into the, into the, <laughs> into the course or jumping into a lake or Whatever it is, throwing another person off the, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to be some crazy stuff next year because you got it's going to be too much stuff going on between the Super Bowl and that at the same weekend. Mm-hmm. It's going it's going to be nuts, straight nuts. Yeah, I don't yeah. want, and I don't want any parts of it because <laughs> we talked about we should you know, go down, but I'm like I don't feel like being around. No, no, I, it, no. To actually go to that tournament, I no, I I do not want to go. You couldn't give me tickets to that, beyond. Yeah, it's well, getting like beyond. That, you could, and I, I'd sell them for a profit. But, yeah, but I would not attend at all. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's getting getting beyond like Coachella. Like at least Coachella, there's like music to see. This is it's getting like music festival vibes down there. Where mm-hmm. it's gonna be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just I just want somebody to go on Golf Channel and just say something the most inappropriate. It could be a racial epithet. This is the one time I allow y'all to do it. Please do it. Just make it awkward. Make it. I want like, in the middle of the broadcast where Nance has to be like, "Well, folks, um, we know we don't we don't support any of that." Or you know, I just wanted to put them on the spot, and that will be the moment, like you said, where the where waste management the companies like their phone starts ringing off the hook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah come yeah. out. Yeah. Maybe we need to get them to turn down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Do I have to stop selling that? Stop. Yeah, to stop selling beer at 10 a.m. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think you are? Five Iron Golf in D.C. Where you can't 
can't get food before noon, but you can buy as much alcohol and beer as you want. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, uh, don't forget about our friends at uh, uh, Love Life Cafe, thelovelifecafe.com. That's what you call a mid-show read. Uh, right there conveniently in Laurel, 929 Washington Boulevard. Uh, again, thelovelifecafe.com. I'm going to try some of their coffee uh, and maybe an espresso, uh, as Vern has corrected me. But I definitely love the juices there, the fresh juice. Uh, yeah, I do have a question about the espresso. Is it? I've never had one, so just, just explain to me real quickly in, uh-huh. in ten seconds what what it is, yeah. please, Brian. Okay. Oh, what espresso is? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just concentrated coffee. So you just take a, a like a bunch of ground coffee, you put mm-hmm. it in that little puck, mm-hmm. and you force like uh, hot steam, hot water right through that little that little puck or whatever. And it's just like mm-hmm. a really concentrated shot of coffee, uh, as opposed okay. to like traditional coffee, which is like, you know, drip or whatever. Mm. Yeah. So a real concentrated shot of coffee, you know, a shot glass mm. worth and pick you up, keep move on, uh, move on with your day. Very so it's, like a, it's like a five hour energy in a, in a yes. coffee. Yes. Yes. Ah, okay. Yeah. okay. I've never, I've got never coffee. Had They've got espresso shots. They've got mm. cappuccino. Mm-hmm. Is it cappuccino an, ex- an, an espresso or is it? Yes. So the the base drink, right, you know, let's break it down. It's so the, the base drink is espresso. That's your special shot. Just pure black caffeinated goodness, which you could also taste good. But if you don't mm-hmm. like coffee and you want to pick me up, you just shoot it. So somebody like you, but you just get that mm-hmm. and, you know, black and then Take you it to Exactly. Now to a close point, what they do to, you know, for people who want to make a drink mm-hmm. out of it, you take one of those shots, you put, you know, milk or whatever you want to do. This is where mm-hmm. cappuccinos and lattes and all those milk oh, okay. drinks come in. Uh, but yeah, they're the straight for me, just a straight special mm-hmm. shot or, or some drip coffee, mm-hmm. money. I think I'm going to so, go there and get, so, get myself a cup of coffee, to your point, Claude. I'm with it. So if I do an espresso, do I, like, chase it with a lime? Do I, like, lick some lime off no, my I don't lime. Or, maybe no, some, okay. they'll give you some water at some coffee shop. So if you, maybe that really? or some, okay. uh, yeah, some still sparkling water if you, if you need to. But you'll be all right. right, right bang, right. bang. And then you will be wired up. Listen, I know I <laughs> personal experience. I was like, oh, this is why people do like actual drugs. Like, the caffeine is a drug. <laughs> I was going around for a reason, you know, taking pictures, doing coffee shop stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but no, to me, like I was order stuff and they take pictures of it and then I would drink it. And I got mm-hmm. to like espresso and my heart was like going to my chest. And I texted my, my sister and was like, yo, I am on fire right now. I'm going to die. <laughs> I think I'm going to die. <laughs> and it's just caffeine. So there's no way yeah. I can do drugs. <laughs> well, no, no, absolutely. They don't have any drugs there, but they also have hot chocolate. They've got tea latte. They've mm-hmm. got uh, organic tea. They've got pastries. I, yeah, they've got pastry, the pastries, all kind of lattes. The fresh juices. I, of- I, I definitely bought some fresh juices, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, they got the, they got the liver lover, which has beets, apple, orange, lemon, and ginger. Sounds weird, but I like that one. That's also, the, one. the yeah. go green, the uh, eye sunshine, all kinds of stuff. They got a punch mm-hmm. shot too, uh, with ginger, turmeric, uh, hot pepper, garlic, and lime. It's all good, man. That's a thing. No, that that yeah. little shot there is a yeah, it's a whole situation. Mm-hmm. The Love yeah. Life Cafe is the website. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, um, uh, well, while we have while we have this lull in uh, conversation, let me let me a lull in conversation. Quick, we're we're quick. Me, we're telling people about the greatness of the Love Life Cafe. <laughs> since we're not joke. talking golf at the moment, mm-hmm. I want to do a quick shout out to uh, Nettie, who I met today. Uh, she's an expiring uh, uh, chiropractor, so she's an intern. And I met her today and I just want to shout her out. She's going to, she's a, a, an avid a podcast listener. So mm. she's going to be listening to this episode. And I wanted to shout her out. Uh, nice meeting you. Hope to see you again. Thank you. There you go. Nice shout yeah. out there with the lull in the conversation. So let's uh, <laughs> unload the conversation, get back to golf. You guys played Rattlewood this mm-hmm. uh, weekend. Yeah. Yes. It was LB, Glenn, Vern, Steve Crouppen, correct? Yes. yes. 
Okay, mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah. And um, so you guys have a whole thing that you, I mean, there were, so you know when there's inside jokes and when you weren't on the inside, you don't get them, but you know when, when they exist. There's something yeah. about the walking that's an inside joke. And then there's something about the playing that's an inside joke. I'm going to pull back. Uh, Vern or Lawrence, you guys decide who's who's starting and what are you guys talking about when it comes to Rattlewood this past weekend? I was helping my sister-in-law move to her first apartment. It was uh, oh, oh, okay, really? How's that? So here's what I did. I um I paid movers to <laughs> move things. I mean, I I got the truck for her. Yeah, I pulled yeah. up, moved things to the front of the of my mother-in-law's house so they could pick the stuff up and move it out. And I drove the truck to the new place. My, the thing was, I just didn't want her around a bunch of guys that we didn't know moving yeah. stuff. And they know where her new place. So I was like, you know, I wanted to make sure that mm-hmm. I was there to make yeah, sure everything yeah. was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was fine. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was good. Yeah. That's what I'm, I mean, for. I'm not moving all that stuff. Right. Yeah, no, I'm not. Bad. Yeah, but I'll be around. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So anyway. Yeah, moving, moving stuff is for the birds. Yeah, no. Well, and by people um, to do that sit for stuff for a job. Well, well, the thing is, is that, and you know, and sometimes you know, you 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 get fortunate and and you have means, and then Mm -hmm. you stimulate the economy by hiring other people to do things you don't want to do. Absolutely. That and and so they weren't complaining. They got paid very well, Mm -hmm. and they were happy about it. They were tipped well, and they moved the stuff and did it in like two and a half hours, Mm -hmm. three hours. Anyway, um, first world problem. Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) So now they, you know, I stimulated the economy a little bit for those guys and made sure my sister in law was good to go. But anyway, so um, uh, yeah, Rattlewood, 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 Rattlewood. So uh, Glenn was there. Glenn was there. I didn't even recognize Glenn. That, that, that was interesting. Let's start, let's start there. Mm-hmm. So when I get there, there's a guy up on the t- on the um, on the range, mm-hmm. brother, and you know ain't a whole lot of brothers out right of wood anyway. But I saw this brother and I didn't recognize him, so I didn't say nothing to him. I kept I was down in the putting on the uh, chipping area, mm-hmm. and then uh, so I started to go up to the range to 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 hit balls, and the same guy's back there walking towards me. And he speaks to me, and I go. I didn't know who it was. Whatever, man. Right. Question. Was it did was he outside with a mask on? No, he was not. No. Did he cut his hair? Yes, he did. Oh, I didn't okay. I didn't know. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. All right. I didn't re- I did not recognize him at all. When I saw the golf bag, I was like, that bag looks familiar. But again, I didn't know who the guy was. So I'm like, I totally, totally didn't pay attention to it because I didn't know who the guy was. So I'm like, mm-hmm. whatever. And it turned out to be Glenn. And then, I, and even then, I didn't even realize he had cut his hair. Because um, <laughs> then, by the time we got, I, 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 I did, I, I honestly didn't even, I didn't even notice it. Right. And because he had a hat on, so I, right. I, you know, I just noticed, even though he had more. I mean, it would have yeah, there was hair always anyway, past right. shoulders. shoulders, right? Yeah. Right. Um, and I didn't notice it, notice it for real until we were on the first on the tee box, and Vern mm-hmm. mentioned it. Oh, he meant something. What are you? You I all did. Glenn? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So, yeah. Vern, had you seen Glenn since the haircut? Yeah, no, I had okay. not. So, for those that don't okay. know, my my brother in law had locks. They had dreadlocks, and um, yeah, I hadn't seen him. I I I knew it had happened, but I had forgotten. <laughs> and we can get to this later. But just hours earlier, uh, at my son's uh, uh, birthday party, he he showed up to a private party, and I'm like just looking around. I see the you know cousin over here, and then I see this dude walk in. With my niece and nephew, I looked up. I was like, I thought this was private. I said it to you. I thought this was going to private. 
She's like, she's like, that's Glenn. I was like, Glenn? I was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they totally thought it was just some random dude. I was like, who is this person? And why does he have my niece and nephew? Like, what is, what is what's happening? But you know what? It's, it's funny because we, it's a, it's a, it's a friend slash golf spoof. It's like, you know, Glenn, she's like, you guys didn't even realize what I did with my hair. You know, the whole thing is like, you, you never noticed the little things about me. Right. <laughs> You're so inconsiderate. You didn't even realize the little things about me. So we tee off and everything. So uh, we were texting the days, days up to the, turn, up, up to the uh, round. And Glenn and I had already decided we were going to walk. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Vern never chimed into that that conversation <laughs> whether he was or was not going to walk. So when we got there, Steve uh, uh, Krugman was was walking as well. He didn't have a cart though; he was just carrying his bag. Mm-hmm. And Glenn and I both had, had push carts. So uh, you know, we're on a tee box, and then here comes Vern coming in hot as usual, and he's in the cart. So mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay, well, that settles that. Um, yeah. I, I, so this is what I had to say about the walking. Bandon is is scaring me. Uh, based on <laughs> based on walking, now I haven't walked in a while. I, I will admit it's been a while since I've walked, of course. Um, and those of you who played Riderwood, the first whole one ten, and there's a few that yeah. are up and down, like the, yeah. number three yeah, nice is uphill, par five. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, there's one on the. On the back is yeah, there's yeah, there's a even few seven, holes that even seven that t- that narrow far four is kind of yes, kind of up yeah. yeah. So uh, the front nine I was okay as far as you know not in pain and that kind of stuff, but I as the rounds went as the holes went by, my hips were not just my bad hip but both hips were hurting, my quads were fired up, I couldn't swing half. I mean I wasn't turning through my swings. I'm hitting everything out to the to the right or left, it's not straight. Let me say it that way. <laughs> and I, I could feel it in my body because I just couldn't, I was just so, my my legs were just so tired. I couldn't even turn good. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so yeah, it was pretty bad, for, at least for me, uh, going, the, the the last nine was, was painful. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so much so that when I came home, I did nothing the rest of the day. I mean, not a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't look good for nightlife at Bannon for you. Well, or driving off reservation. For- well, there's, there's, I got some, I got, so here's some, let me get to, I'll get to that. Okay. So <laughs> I did, I've, I've done a couple of, I've, I did some research. One, okay. I, I looked, I went to Bannon's website because I was talking to some people, friends of mine. They were like, well, well, you got a bad hip. Maybe you can get a doctor's note and they'll give you a card. And I'm like, hmm, I didn't think about that. Oh. oh, so I, I disinvestigation. I went on the abandoned website and I read and read and tried to read the fine print and everything. And it turns out I cannot <laughs> get doctor's note <laughs> and get a and get a car. You have to have a proven long term disability. Oh wow! You can't just say, "Hey, I you know I want a I'm car. Here's, here's, here's hundred dollars." No, nah, it don't work that way. <laughs> uh, you have to have a disability, a long term disability in order wow. to get a car. Okay. The other thing I noticed on the website, and you can corroborate this, Vern, if I'm correct, is that there are no cart paths at Bandit for what I read. None, zero. Right. Um, so, you know, even walking, you can't like just let me walk down the path because it'll be easier on me or something. No, no, you walk in the dirt and grass. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, 
They do but have is flat for the most part, though, it's right? It's mostly flat. Mostly Thank flat. Yes. Yeah. Thank goodness, because yeah. it's on the coast, it's not on the mountain. It should be. Yes. It should be pretty flat. Um, they do have uh, uh, massage therapists there on site that I yep. did find. They're they're twice as price of what they normally should cost, but they are there. Um, I have not investigated off-site uh, therapists or off-site therapists coming into my room and massaging my legs afterwards. I will I will let you know that before we go. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. Uh, Claude takes a vigorous swig of his coffee and just... <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I will investigate that for sure. Finger on the edit um, button, ready to go? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing, uh, what was uh, something else I did? Oh, okay, so, and uh, the other thing I... I so this is what I have planned, at least for myself, to get myself ready for banding. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've changed my plan a little bit. I've increased it a little bit. I'm going to do at least two miles a day during during my work day. Uh, I can do I, I can do an elliptical on my mile on my elliptical. I can do a mile in between five and six minutes at a as a at a, at a, a regular pace. Nothing strenuous, just a regular old pace. I can do between five and six minutes. Right. So two times a day, I'm going to do that during the during my regular work day. And then now, even I'll do my workouts and all my other regular stuff. I've already ordered a new walking cart. I ordered one the other day, push cart. Yeah. So the first days that I can get in maybe April, I can find four nice days in a row. I'm going to book four rounds at Laytonsville, since it's right here by the house in the afternoon. And I'm going to play four rounds of golf consecutively. And I'm going to walk them all. Because because it's not, for, at least what I realized the other day, it's not so much the walking. It's that, you know, you I get tired. And when you're yeah. tired, your swing is the first thing. Well, at least for me, my swing yeah, is the first right. thing to go. It's part of your swing, yeah. I mean, whether it's your follow-through, whether it's, yeah, you know, there's just thing. Exactly. And even just the focus of it. When you're fatigued, it's hard yeah. to, yeah. Exactly. You start to oh, try to overcompensate for the feeling by, you know, mm-hmm. kind of opening the hips too fast and coming down. To, yeah, it right. was it was a mess, Claus, but it was. So <laughs> I I need a lot of work in that area, the, the, the stamina, as well as the mental focus, as well as just grinding through it and keeping your, and honestly, what one one thing it did it did, I realized I re, I respect the L, the PGA and the LPGA players more, all the professional players a little bit more after walking the other day, because they do that. I mean, they walk in four four rounds every other weekend, not counting practice and all the other things that they do in between that, and to, to walk that much. And not be tired and keep your swing together. Stay mentally in, in tune to what's going on. Taking one swing at a time. Well, it reminds me of Pinehurst. I mean, we you know we we had Don't carts. Ask. Yeah, we had carts at seven oh, for seven, mm-hmm. but like two we didn't, and then we followed up two with four, and we walked right. both. Like, right. and then the next uh, well Sunday we didn't do anything, but then that <laughs> Monday we had Caves Valley. Caves Valley, right? And, yeah. and and had to walk. No, did we walk K's? Yeah, we did walk no, K's. K's. Yeah, we walked K's. K's. Yeah, had to walk you K's. Got, yeah, you seemed all right for yeah. seven though. I'll be right because I didn't. I don't remember you. Yeah. Being... So the other the, the other thing I've realized too was that although I'm pushing that cart, you think oh, you got to push cart to be easy. That push cart that wears on you too because uh-huh. in in the in the other when we did uh, powers, we didn't have to. I didn't have to carry a bag. I didn't have. Okay. To, I didn't deal with it. Let me say it that way. Um, that's a huge difference. That is a big difference between it's a big difference between having to carry carry your bag and or push a cart mm-hmm. and just walking. Those are two separate things. Mm-hmm. At least at least in my opinion. 
Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, because that's a yeah, yeah. So the caddy in Bannon is a absolute for me, an absolute must. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm talking, talking. Right, right. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not. I ain't touching the bag. You know, yeah. hand me, hand me, hand me my nine iron. I'm not touching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yeah, my yeah. ward out the other pocket. Economic <laughs> stimulus is what we call it. Exactly. Yeah, put some money aside. Put some money in somebody's pocket. Yeah. No, one hundred percent. Yeah. But yeah, so I, there's there's just so much that we're gonna have to be prepared for. Now, Lawrence, let me let me ask you to like, do you want to adjust that thought? Like, as opposed to four straight eighteen holes at Laytonsville, what if you did nine no, holes? I at, see, I'm, no, I want to see how. Fair. What I'm saying is, why not work up like so in March? Maybe try to do like nine holes well, four days in a row, and then do another eighteen in the next month because nah, it's I'm August for Bandon, and so I feel like. You can use yeah. March, April, May, and then maybe by June and July, every just walk. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, yeah. like incrementally, uh, incrementally. do it incrementally. Do it. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. That's what I'm trying. To, that's what I'm trying to say. Maybe meet me and Manny at Paint Branch and walk Paint Branch or something like something flat. Well, like we'll work see. your way up to it. You know what I mean? We'll so, see, but I'm I'm gonna definitely. But for just to start though, I'm gonna start doing a lot, again a lot more walking in the, on the elliptical. And when we when he, when we're playing these courses that will allow walking, I'm going to walk them as opposed to riding a cart. Just because mm-hmm. one, actually, like I say, that Saturday I felt my legs felt terrible. But Sunday, I could feel the I could feel the the tightness in my you know my little muscles, my little mm-hmm. <laughs> my little mm-hmm. hammies was feeling tight. So I kind of like that part. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think so. I, speaking to Coach JP uh, about it, I, I asked him before I jumped back into my program, just randomly. I was like, "Hey, like you know, an obvious question: If you're training for a thing, like for instance, I say training, but you know, if you're trying to prep, prepare yourself for something like band, every walk in six to eight days, we, I think we had this discussion in text about me getting a bike or do I do this to get stamina." He concluded, he you know, and for those who don't know, Doctor JP's physical therapist, swing coach, knows lots of. He's like, uh, he's like, no, you you prepare to do what you're going to do by doing it. Basically, he said, mm-hmm. walk. He said, the bike, he said, it, he said, we'll have some effect. It's going to be better than nothing. He right. said, but if you can walk outside on the ground for, you know, he said, and to your point, Claude, he said, to just start small, you know, two, mm-hmm. two miles, three miles, four miles, work yourself up to like walk, just walking five miles. When you get to, he said, the more you, just like anything else, I mean, again, it seems mm-hmm. obvious, the more you do it, by the time you get to, uh, to August, and especially if you're not carrying your clubs, he said it'll be, you know, compared to walk in the park largely because mm-hmm. your body will be used to it. But there's going right. to be shock initially. And I think that's what you were experiencing. It'll be. And the only reason, mm-hmm. I, so I, to, for me, not walking, like, hey, Brian's got the cart. Yes, I do. So I will be training too. I'm going to be, I'm going to be stretching out as well. I, but it was a little bit chillier than I wanted it to be mm-hmm. on uh, on Saturday because that wind was blowing up there. In, yeah, uh, in, um, where, where, we, where is it? Mount, 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 well, it's actually uh, somewhere in Damascus, Mount Airy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that wind was whipping. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hell with this. I'm as soon as I hit my ball, I want to get there. I want to get there. It was good because I got a four caddy for the guys. I would run up and you know scout their mm-hmm. scout their shots and stuff like sure. that. But no, I, like, like I'm with you, Claude. Like I'll start with like, all right, let me walk nine. I'm gonna be doing a lot of walking around here. Hopefully, like I said, at LP, mm-hmm. um, just walk nine and then ride, or you know, mm-hmm. go, you know, get to the thing and then turn the card and then and then walk. Well, not at LP, but you know, at Laytonsville or of course they'll allow mm-hmm. it. Sure. Start half and half and then start full and then see how I, I react. But I'm with you 100. I'll be that like the more. Mm-hmm. The more you do it, as long as you don't burn yourself out, right. you just keep doing it a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And then by the time we get there, especially with the caddies having the clubs, shouldn't be, you know, we, yeah. just, we really just got to get through Monday because Monday's the double. Once yeah. You- so I, I, that I thought about that too. And 
Again, this well, yeah, I'm because this again, this is based on this is what I was thinking on Saturday after I'm driving home from Rattlewood, and I'm thinking to myself, "Are we gonna do 36 holes? Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) You do it. You you got it. You got it. It definitely happens. Older guys have done it. I've seen plenty of videos for guys have been. You can be fine, bro. You can be fine. And like one thing for sure, after the 36. Come yeah. hella high water, somebody massaging me down. That's correct. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> if I got to go downstairs and get the bellman, they do, yeah. Here's a hundred dollars. rub these legs, man. <laughs> Why they call them diggling? You can just find out. <laughs> and then you have it. Now, LB talked about the walking at Rattlewood. You guys all talk about, also mentioned the playing. Uh, how is... Steve Crouppen, how's Glenn, Vern, how did you do? We see, what, how, you know, with Lawrence, but how's the, how was the games Saturday? Um, so as usual at Rattlewood, man, all the games, all the games are great. Rattlewood's a great, um, I have, I have it as like right beneath, in terms of like easy, like it's easier than Falls Road. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, a, just an enjoyable experience, like get a great place to go tune up, uh, you know, in the, in the, when, or really anytime you want to, yeah. you want to have fun and it's not be layout. Nice yeah, layout. but the layout is such that it doesn't feel easy. You know what I mean? It's not like mm-hmm. Haynes Point or something where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I can clearly see it's all flat. You got some elevation in there, but you're not going to lose a lot of balls. Lawrence um, had mentioned Haynes Point too, saying, "Hey, why don't we go there and walk? Because it's flat." You know, mm-hmm. I'm not. Anyway. I'm, I'm not with yeah. any walking. Mm-hmm. Any walking mm-hmm. we can do. But yeah, so we all played. Uh, we all played well. Um, you know, Steve uh, or Glenn got to finally meet Steve, who we, we had talked mm-hmm. about a lot. You know, nice. and he said good, it, was, good. it was the whole vibe. It was it was great. Yeah. I think the two of them. Uh, <laughs> I thought at, they were going to meet at the. Tournament for the radio station that I where you thought Glenn was for. playing. Where he was I thought Glenn right. was playing, even though he <laughs> never said that he was going to. And I told Steve, that, yeah. anyway, um, yeah, 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 I play well. I play well. Steve played well. Um, Glenn, and then like I said, LB was a little bit of pain on the back nine, but he was doing well on the on the on the front. So um, Rattlewood in good shape, and it made always always you know like Moco, like we saw the time, man, always always in great shape, always a good time. So mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, so uh, I, that's all I have on my list. Did I miss anything? Do we? Did, is that everything for the for the show today? I think that's. No, I think I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's just want to say hi to Nettie again. Hope you hope you're a long term listener now. There you go. Long-term listener. And if you are, and even if you're not, feel free to go to thelovelifecafe.com. Uh, check them out. Go up there, uh, get a coffee or something. Treat yourself to something nice, Nettie. And uh, let them know golf. And tell them we, we sent you. Tell them we yeah, sent you. Please, yeah, use the code uh, uh, love or golf. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll talk a little bit uh, more. I've been able to get out to the range a couple of days. Uh, oh, wow. right in, oh, yeah, exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm My love for the game is I even ordered some things off Amazon, some golf stuff, some new <laughs> Head covers my driver and my father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ordered grips the other day as well. See, so I'm ordering grips, things uh, again. I'm, I'm at the okay. driving range and stuff like that, chipping and putting in the house. Yeah, it's back. It's back, folks. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week on Golf DMV. Uh, again, uh, golfdmv.com, thelovelifecafe.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll check back in next week. 